You're now listening to Locked On 76ers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today, we're going to be discussing whether the Sixers should wait till the offseason for James Harden or do it right now. Let's get into it. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome into the Locked On 76ers podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. Check out prizepix.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. I am your host, Kai Carlin of Sixers Wire, along with my co-host, the OG, Keith Pompey of the Philadelphia Inquirer. Keith, what's going on, man? What's popping? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, it's, it's trade deadline time right now. Granted, listen, the 76ers played a game on on Tuesday night. They hosted the Phoenix Suns, but I don't I, I don't even I don't even think anybody really cared about that game, Keith, with, with everything that's going on, right? So we're just gonna kind of dive right into it. Um, one thing that stood out, uh, Doc Rivers after the loss said, uh, "We have no choice. We need to add another guard." Well, Keith, I know for a fact that there is a specific guard out there uh, in the form of James Harden that I'm sure everybody probably thought that he was referring to him so uh what what did you first of all what did you make of doc's comment and now that like we're about we're a day from the trade deadline do you feel like harden and the sixers could become a reality right now i mean it depends um first of all let me say what i made of it to me when he's when a guy a coach comes out and says something like that typically that's a message to the front office get me what i need i mean to me that's a message you know, and he said, hey, they don't grow on trees, right? So if they don't grow on trees, there's only a couple of them that you can pro- probably go out to satisfy what they need. Um, so to, to me, like, um, will it happen? You know, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I spoke to sources, and sources told me that they spoke right now, and they're bickering, they're going back and forth over pieces to add in the trade. You know, right now, when you when you think of the 76ers, the 76ers do not want to give up any pieces. They don't want to give up any of their young pieces. So right now is one of those things, if, if, if that's the stick up, I mean, if that's the thing that they're holding pat to, then it's probably not going to happen right now. And then you look at it and you hear where Brooklyn, you know, you got certain people, they're, they're like, man, we gave up a lot for James. It's going to look like a real bad failure if we give them up right now. So they could be holding out until, you know, the 11th hour if they think that's going to be this summer. But um, the way Doc sounded, if it's not James, you better hurry up and bring somebody else in here. Yeah, right. I mean, you got to add somebody. And and I know that, like, you kind of – you didn't really scoff at it, but you were kind of, like, a little, like, cold on it. But, like – I feel like again, Goran Dragic wouldn't be an awful addition to the team either. But you could probably get him at the in the buyout market, you, you know, because he, I don't think the Raptors are really going to like be able to get anything for him in, the, in a trade, right? You know, he's only played five games. He doesn't want to be there. Raptors will probably buy him out. But I mean, when we're talking, and we're, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit here, but 
buyout market, you could you can easily bring in a guy like Dragic, and he would immediately be a big upgrade to your ball handling department there. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I I, I really like his game. Um, you know, he's the type of guy. He's he's kind of like a guy who could be in the George Hill type of mode. Um, and, and what I mean by that is a veteran point guard who could come in, who can be like a coach on the floor, so to speak. A guy who you know with with Tyrese Maxey helping him out, but then at the same time he could come in and, and give you quality minutes. I don't know if you have Goran Dragic and you say, okay, we're going to start you right now. I, I think no. that he will come in and and be uh, add a lot of depth and, and be kind of like the sixth or seventh man. But um, I I do like that. Um, if, if you can't go out and get the heavy hitter. But even if you do get the heavy hitter, you still need another ball handler, a real ball handler. Because, you know, as as you and I both know, you know, right now you got Furkan Korkmaz running back up, who's a wing. Then you got uh, Seth Curry, um, who was a point guard when he came up, but now he's a shooting guard, you know, getting some handle. And even when Shake Milton comes back, if he does come back, He's a guy who's more of a combo guard, not a point guard. So they don't have a point guard. A re- Even Maxi, you can say they don't have a real point guard on this roster. So Goran would make a, 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 a huge impact on the 76. Yeah, and, and again, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself a little bit here. But, when, I mean, when, when Doc says we, we need another ball handler, just Dragic is, one, is a guy that kind of comes to mind just because he has a ton of experience, a ton of success. Um I, I know that, again, he, he's only played five games for Toronto this year, but I, apparently he's been working out in Miami, and he's he was in the NBA Finals a couple of years ago with the Heat. Granted, he got hurt in that final series, but he was still able excuse me, to play in at least game one, and, and he was able to make his return in game six of that series. So he was able to you know get some experience and continue to grow, and, and, and I feel like he's been in the league for so long, he can help this team just as another ball handler. Um when I when I look at the Sixers, it's it's clear that obviously they need that they need a guard. Um, if if they can't get Harden though, Keith, is there is there anybody else on on your mind that maybe they they could go after? I mean, like maybe not maybe not like a heavy hitter, but is there anybody else in your mind that you think that maybe they can grab? I mean, there there are a couple people. Um, you know, like when you when you look at it, I mean, you talk about. You know Bradley Bill, but I don't know if he's going to be available. I mean, you talk about Dame Lillard. I don't know if he's going to be available. I mean, it just looks like a lot of the people that the Seventy Sixers wanted to go after. You know, they ended up at other teams. They're playing phenomenally, or they're like in situations where you know they would have to get them in the buyout market. I mean, excuse me, get them in a um, uh, a sign and trade type of scenario or like a guy like Dame who you just have to sit back and wait and see what he wants to do so they don't have as many options as they had before at least not the options that people will say you know what we waited a year and a half for you guys to get rid of this dude and okay this was worth the wait I mean I honestly think outside of Harden right now I don't know of anybody else that they could go out and get to make you think besides Dame and Brad to make you think, oh, this was worth it. Right. Now, I know we got like maybe about a minute left of this segment, but quick question to you, and this is something that I I was kind of thinking about earlier. 
do you think maybe the Sixers should just um, wait for the offseason uh, for, for Harden? You think that's maybe their, their better option, considering that they could maybe even get Harden for free? Now, granted, it's a risk. You'd have to move Ben, um, you know, for to a team that has cap space. You'd have to move Tobias to, to a team that has cap space in order to bring in Harden. But do you feel like maybe that could be the better option? That way you're not giving Ben to, like, the Nets and forming that huge big three with Simmons, Durant, and Irving. It could be, but at the same time, there's always some, you know, chance. There's always, like, you know, a chance that Harden may opt to stay. You know what I mean? I, I don't think he will, but it, you're guaranteed to make sure you have him if you get him now. Yeah, right. And, and you know, like, that's, that's obviously, like, a big risk. It's just something that was really crossing my mind because you could always just move Ben to a team, like, I don't know, a team that has a ton of cap space, uh, Detroit. Uh, San Antonio, Orlando, somebody like that for draft picks. And the same thing goes for Tobias. You could always just kind of move him to a team that has a lot of cap space, and you can just create that enough so you can get him in free agency. And that way the Nets aren't getting a guy like Ben Simmons. But, again, though, I kind of see your point. You want to be able to bring him in now, especially if, um, if Brooklyn does all of a sudden get it together and the Nets all of a sudden win a title and maybe Harden considers really staying in Brooklyn. There's a lot to kind of go over. But speaking of Tobias and, you know, possible teams that have cap space, we're going to get into Tobias Harris coming up after we hear from Prize Picks. All right, NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award winning app, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and we know you will too. It's easy to use. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. PrizePix offers a variety of options. PrizePix offers any prop you can think of, from points scored to rebounds, even steals. PrizePix allows mixed sport entries. I picked an over on Giannis Antetokounmpo and an under on Blake Griffin. And Prize Picks doesn't just offer NBA. They have options on the college basketball, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA, and even more. For a limited time, Prize Picks has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. Users get $50 for free if a player in your first Prize Picks entry scores a single point. But you must use code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to Locked On fans. Sign up today and use code NBA, $50 for free, if a player in your Prize Picks entry scores a single point. Thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen. The NBA trade deadline is Thursday, February 10th at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and Locked On NBA will be covering it live from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Join Kim Becker, John Corrales, Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd, and NBA veteran Antonio Daniels and get analysis of every blockbuster move. Subscribe to Locked On NBA YouTube and turn your notifications on so you know when they go live. All right, Keith, so the 76ers are a team that we all know who they want. At this point, it's it's James Harden. It's, it's always been James Harden. I'm pretty sure everybody kind of figured that out, at least recently. But And again, we kind of touched on the last segment, but if the Sixers can't get Harden at the deadline, then obviously they have to kind of look forward to the offseason. And in order to do that, you got to create cap space. you got to be able to have enough money to be able to bring in a guy who will require a max salary, like a guy like James Harden. So... You know, as I mentioned before, you can move Tobias Harris to a team that has a lot of cap space. And one team that has kind of, you know, popped up on the radar a bit recently is the Oklahoma City Thunder, who obviously have a ton of cap space. So um, I want to get your thoughts on that and, and, and maybe how realistic 
is that really happening? You know, if you can get Tobias to OKC. Um, you know what? It, 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 it's I, you know, it, that's a tough one. Like, you know, it depends if 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 you get Tobias to OKC right now. I honestly think that you know that Harden's coming. You know that you got a, a landing spot for uh, for Ben, and you know that Harden is coming, right? That's what I think. Um, uh, you know, right about now is a tough situation because, um, you know, there is a lot of chatter, right? A lot of chatter. But in regards to, um, you know, in, in, re, in regards to, um, you know, right now you have a guy who is playing at a pretty good, a pretty high level, right? He, he's doing, um, showing you the things that he did a year ago. But at the same time, it's one of those things where you can't really fit him, keep him if you want to if you want to bring in James, if you can't get James in the trade. So, but the Sixers got to ask themselves, am I willing to get rid of this guy? Willing to get rid of this guy, um, even though we're playing a great, we're only two games out of, out of first place, two and a half games out of first. So that's the tough part about it. It's like, because are you going to, are the fans in Philadelphia going to sit back and look and say, okay, you guys are going to start tanking. You're going to wait, waste Joel Embiid's year. And if you don't get hardened, then it's really going to look bad. Yeah. It, it's just a lot of it. It's just, the Sixers are kind of in a tough spot to me because you can get hardened and Obviously, you'd have to give up Ben Simmons to Brooklyn. Like, that would obviously be the centerpiece. But if you do that now, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, like, let's just say in a playoff series, let's say it materializes. I'm look, and, again, I'm getting ahead of myself. But let's just fast forward and play hypotheticals in April and May. Well, let's, just, let's say it's Sixers and Nets in the playoffs. Like, I, I don't know if I feel very confident that Harden and Embiid beats Simmons, Durant, Irving even if Irving is only allowed to play in road games just because of, you know, Duran Irving are obviously two guys who are proven scorers. They're both champions. They're both um, explosive. And the fact that you would have those guys next to Ben Simmons just kind of like I, – I, I don't really know if I really have a lot of confidence that Harden and Embiid, no matter how terrific Joel has been playing this year – um, and Harden is obviously a guy who's you know a proven scorer. You can score it every which way. I just don't know if I like have a lot of confidence that they can beat Ben, K- KD, and Kyrie. Like if that materializes, so I feel like they're in a tough spot either way. Either they make that trade now or they wait for the offseason. It's a tough spot. Yeah, it's a it's an extremely tough spot because when you look at Ben Harden. And 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 um, excuse me, Ben, KD, and and uh, Kyrie. I mean, Ben is a. I think Ben's a better fit. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I really do. I mean, you know, he can do certain things. Ben is the type of guy who's not going to try to say, "Yo, how come I only got like fifteen? Sh- I only got like five shots." Put it with him, right? Right. It's like he's going to let the, these other two dudes do most of the scoring. He's going to chase triple doubles and trying to get steals and everything like that. So I, I think that, you know, Ben is a is a better fit. Now, the problem is, like, right now, I honestly think a lot of people think that if Tobias 
you would have to get rid of Tobias with James, right? Or better. But I feel like if you get rid of Tobias and you just bring in, like you said, just James and 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 uh, and Joel, I, I think that team's going to struggle. I think Tobias as like the third guy, maybe even the second, you know, is going to show you something that he can do. You know, he could play well, you know. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So it's like, do you make the trade for for James and you send Ben and uh, I don't know, Seth or or whoever Brooklyn wants, you know, for Harden now, and you and then you move into the playoffs with James, Joel, and Tobias. That does make you feel a bit better going up against Ben, Katie, and Kyrie. But uh, like I don't know, for me, it just I I feel I would feel hesitant if I'm Daryl Morey to just make a trade now just i feel like i would try to to go the tobias okc route and try to create cap space in the summer which basically means you'd be punting this season but if it means keeping ben away from brooklyn um i just i feel like that would just be the better option because even if they even if they make that deal ben katie and kyrie in brooklyn would I feel like it's kind of be somebody that would stand in their way, not just this season, but the season after, the season after. Ben's only 25. I think Katie's under, he's on an extension with Brooklyn. Uh, Kyrie would still be on, under a deal. Um, it just I, I feel like that would present a lot of issues, and that's why I, I kind of, if I'm the Sixers, I would hesitate on making that deal. I'll, I would go maybe in the offseason, go the Tobias, the OKC route, try to create cap space that way. Yeah, now the Tobias, OKC route, you, would you do that in the offseason? Or would you wait? I mean, would you do it by Thursday, or would you wait? Uh, I'd probably wait. Okay. I probably would wait j- just because, like, and here's how I look at it. Like, this season, I think I think we all know this season's kind of a bit of a wash. Um, but if they, like, if they keep Tobias right now with the way he's playing recently and they can continue to have him grow and, and just, like, continue to play that way consistently, then maybe they can win a, a round, depending on the matchup you know, in the playoffs. But if they go the Tobias route now, uh, Tobias OKC route now, um, like, and, and then they, they bring in James at the deadline, Keith, is just like, I, I don't know, like that that roster, like there will be a lot of, there will still have to be a lot of moves that would have to come in order to make up for Tobias' loss. So for me, I would just kind of, and I, th- I feel like with everything that's going on at the deadline, so uh, thus far, some crazy deals that, you know, we'll eventually get into. But, like, I feel like their best route, Keith, would just be to wait for the offseason. Yeah, yeah, it would. I, I think that would. I, I agree, too. Because, my, I mean, my thing is, if you could – see, that's the – yeah, my thing is, if, if, if the waiting for the offseason is – like you're gonna let the season play out. A lot of people are gonna be upset because they're going some fans who who want them. But I also think is if you trade Tobias now, and it's not like you're gonna get anything back. You're gonna just get draft picks, right? Right. They're gonna be people like you're wasting the season, right? Exactly. And and the point that you know you're making out is makes is a great point. A lot of people want Ben gone, but they don't realize that. Ben going to Brooklyn isn't a good thing because he's going to be motivated. He's going to want to take it out on him. And you're setting him up that this is a guy that's in the division. It's something that you, someone you're going to see over and over and over again. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and, and that's all I'm saying. Like, sure, Ben has his flaws. We all know that. But at the end of the day, Ben Simmons is still a top 25 player. And I feel like a lot of people need to kind of, you know, kind of realize that because just because, um, he, listen, he can't shoot. He won't shoot. And, and, that's, and that's a big issue. But it's a bigger issue in Philadelphia than it would be in Brooklyn. Like, all he would have to do is play elite defense and be the elite playmaker that we have seen in his time with the Sixers. Now, there have been a couple of other moves that have been made at the trade deadline. We're going to kind of discuss that a little bit, maybe how it would affect it, how it would affect the Sixers a little bit. But first, we're going to hear from Bilt Bar. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions, right? If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Bilt Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars which can be chalky or, or waxy or taste like a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy but this gets so boring. By like week three you might be thinking this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar which usually has around 240 calories 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs and there's so many flavors to choose from coconut almond peanut butter brownie raspberry cookies and cream salted caramel mint brownie and many more in fact built is always coming out with new limited time flavors so check out built.com often to see what's new go to built.com use promo code locked 15 and get 15 percent off your order use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com Okay, Keith, so the Sixers haven't made a move yet, but there have been a couple of crazy moves at the trade deadline. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers have made a couple of um, a couple of moves. They sent Norman Powell and, and Robert Covington to the Los Angeles Clippers. They sent C.J. McCollum um, and Larry Nance to the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, just some, some crazy moves by the Blazers. And it really just kind of – and I know you mentioned him in the in the first segment – does this maybe make Damian Lillard available at some point? Because like, that, does it maybe signal that the Blazers could like maybe accept that they need to rebuild, tear it down a little bit? I don't know if I'm the Blazers where and nothing against Ben, but I don't know if I want to. If if I had the choice between rebuilding between Dame Lillard and Ben Simmons, I'm I'm rebuilding with Dame. For sure. And there's nothing against. It's just that you know you want your superstar type of guy to be someone who is a, you know, who can score, like, and they can do that. So, you know, nothing against Ben, but to me, I look at it more like they could become someone in the market that can add, like what they're doing is they're freeing up a lot of cap space. So they could be someone to say, hey, look, hey, Sixers, y'all want James Harden? Y'all really want James Harden? Okay, give us Ben, and we'll free up some. Give us Ben and give us some assets, and we'll free up enough cap space for you guys to go get them, right? If they the Sixers make a trade, I think that that's the best deal. Ben gets to go to Portland. He's going to be there with Dane, and the Sixers are going to have enough cap space freed up to go ahead and go after uh, Harden if they decide they don't want to keep the pot Tobias. Now you just brought up Tobias, and and I I, I don't know if Portland kind of, uh, I, I guess um like 
what's what's the word I'm, I'm looking for? Qualifies as a team that has a lot of cap space. Would they, they do now? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. okay. They okay. got a lot of money coming off the books. Yeah, they're going to be. Yeah, after moving McCollum and everybody. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be Portland, Orlando, Detroit. Um, uh, what's, Houston and San Antonio? It, well, he, Houston, San Antonio is one. Houston is going to be in there if they uh, get rid of um, John Wall. Yeah, John Wall, or if they stretch his contract. Gotcha. Okay, so if you're Portland, even could you even maybe hit up, or if you're the Sixers, even could you hit up Portland and maybe offer Tobias Harris uh, to to the Blazers to create cap space to go after Harden? Yeah, I mean that could happen. I mean, but that could happen. But you got to wait until next, you know, until June or or when people come off the books. Now here's the thing, but even with that, you still have to find a spot for for Ben. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now. Let's face it, they can send, the Sixers can send Tobias to the Spurs. They can send him to OKC. They can send him to Detroit. There are certain, you know, you can do that. Now, you would love to send him somewhere out west because then you don't have to face him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, I feel like, and again, though, like, this is something I brought up in the last segment. This, I, again, if I'm Daryl Morey, I would hesitate so much on sending Ben to Brooklyn just because of everything that he offers to that team and, and who they already have in Duran Irving. Like, if you could – if the Sixers could send Ben to Oklahoma City or, you know – I know Sacramento made a huge deal, you know, sending Tyrese Halliburton to Indiana for DeMontis Sabonis and everything. But, like, it, like, if Sacramento were to somehow be like, oh, yeah, give us Ben. I mean, I'd send him out there. The, Portland. Like, like, the point is, like, you want Ben – out of your way or or like maybe even a team in the east that's not like really doing anything yet like uh orlando you know like somebody or, or detroit or something just to kind of either send him out west that way you don't have to face him or send him to or if you do keep him in the east you want to send him to a team that really isn't exactly doing anything just yet yeah i mean you know right about now i i feel like um you know, I, I, I just feel like um, I would send him out west. Honestly, For I would sure. send him out west. I, I, I more so than anywhere else. I think I would send him out west. No, f- for sure. I just th- this. I, what's what's the? I'm trying to put together this sentence here. It's it's late. Um, but like, who out west would would take Ben? Like like like. Portland would. Like, well, because. Portland apparently they're looking for high end talent, right? So like Ben Ben qualifies as high end talent. Wanted, they wanted Ben. I mean, like they they kind of sort of wanted him. Like Dame Lillard says he's a guy that he wouldn't mind playing. He would love to play with. Um, you know, Ben could like do some of the ball handling things. Dame could play off the ball, be like be like hey a, a how like AI was so to speak, where when he thrived, Dame loves playing with defensive minded players. See, if you're a scorer, if you're a scorer, and Ben Simmons is the guy you really want to play with. Right. The problem is him and Joel wasn't a real good match because they because Ben's not a shooter. But if you're a shooter and someone like that, oh, man, you want to play with. You want Ben Simmons on your team because you know you're going to get all the shots. And then he's going to do all the dirty work. Like, I'm not calling him a role player. But he does a lot. He's like a multifaceted guy who makes you better and does things. 
and I think that would be defensive minded. And I I like to say that, you know, if you're with the cap space they have and whatever, you know, they're the type of guys that you have those two that you would have to say that Portland is a little bit better in these. Now, some people might say, okay, but C.J. McCollum is a better shooter. He's an underrated guy. Yeah, but that backcourt between Dame and, and, uh, and C.J. was like a turnstile. At the, the subway, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was like, yo, I mean, it was like, ole, ole. I mean, it was just bad, dude. It was, it was horrible. And I think that right now with Ben Simmons, yeah, I, honestly, I think that's a good landing spot for him. But I thought I read somewhere over the summer that the Blazers had concerns of a Lillard and Simmons fit just because Ben likes to handle the ball and he doesn't like playing off of it. Well, the dude who had concerns is no longer there. That's a good point. The, the, uh, he's no longer there, and um, you know I, I don't I, I I think Chauncey Billups is the coach. Well, I don't think I know he is, but right. he, he he wants defensive-minded people. He does. Yeah, I, I mean it makes it makes a lot of sense. It, it, it does, and I, and I guess that that is a damn good point. You know, Neil Olshay's gone, so I mean, maybe the Blazers have a change of heart here. No, maybe they can go after Bradley Bill. They can do all types of things. You know, I mean, a couple players, but you know, I I do think that they they have to be a player now. It just depends on what type of assets they're going to give. Now, the thing about Bradley Bill and James Harden, right? I'm just putting it out there. Both of these guys could go there and become unrestricted free. And 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 Beal's out for the year, you know, like he's gonna go undergo the wrist surgery and everything. It's just like, like that's even a tough situation in itself because he he could either get two hundred forty million from the Wizards or he could walk. But if you're a team in free agency, I mean, are you gonna give Brad Beal a hundred eighty million? You think? I mean, coming off a, a serious surgery like such as this one? I mean, I think if this is the same surgery that Bayless had, I believe. So. I mean, I guess you got to look at it and see the severity to it. But, you know, certain type of players, when they're good like that, they get paid. This is true. You know what I mean? When, you know, they still get paid. No, nah, this is true. This is true. It's going to be a wild next uh, couple of days as we head into the deadline and even next couple of months heading into the offseason. Thanks so much for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling, is free and available wherever you get podcasts. Uh, for, for the OG, Keith Pompey with the Philadelphia Inquirer, I'm Kai Carlin of Sixers Wire. We're out. We'll see you guys next time on Locked On Sixers. Deuces.